This is Ashley. And this is Katie Ray. And this is The Mom Stuff. Hey guys, and welcome back to The Mom Stuff. So let's just stop right there. Obviously, you can tell the audio is not our normal audio. Funny story, we recorded this episode and somehow the audio disappeared. It would let us play it, but it wouldn't let us like edit, save, anything. Um, So I had to record it off of another device and then upload that audio to do this episode. So we apologize that the audio is not great this episode, but we felt like if we re-recorded it, that it wouldn't be like organic and it would sound fake because we'd be remembering everything we tried to talk about in the first episode. So here you go. This is it. We hope you enjoy, even though the audio isn't like it normally is. And almost happy Easter. Yes, it's almost Easter. I guess by the time this comes out, it'll be like in five days. Yeah. So is there a basket done? Yes, I put them together the other day. I'm still going to add some things. I ended up just getting like regular like baskets for like storage because I'm like, they can't walk and pick up Easter eggs this year. I'll get a cute one next year and I'm just going to use them for their playroom storage afterwards. Oh, that's a great idea. It's a two and it's a two for one. Yeah. Um, I just got Asher's ready and one of my friends posted something where she was like, I might be the worst mom ever, but I'm not getting like chinchy crap. Oh, I saw that. Because I'm tired of it being everywhere and like the grandparents get my yes. child that stuff too. And I was like, that's a really good point. So I made sure to get him things that's like that are actually yeah. usable. Yeah, that's what I did too. I got them like some outfits and then towels for the summer and like yeah. hats and then I did get them, like, each a toy and then some teethers, but that's fine. Yeah, I think I got him, like, one little thing that's, like, like a squishy bunny that, like, if you shake it, it lights up. Yeah. So he got, like, one little thing like that, but I'm so over all the toys in our house right now. Like, I want to do a toy clean out so bad, but I don't (laughs) even know where to begin, so. Yeah, well, I just made a playroom. Yeah, you did, and it's so cute. Yeah, y'all should go. She free-handed a son. I said, you should go look at my personal Instagram if. Y'all don't follow me because it's pretty cute, not to brag, but... The table and chairs that you got, like, I really want them now. Such a good Amazon find. And they were... Bailey, like, put it together in, like, five minutes. It was so easy. Yeah, I want them real bad now. Yeah. So... It comes in, like, a, we got, like, the darker gray because it matches, like, our floor, but it comes in, like, a lighter, um, not gray, but the wood stain. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. It comes lighter also. Oh, yeah. So. I clicked on that link and was yeah. like, I can't justify buying that right now, but I definitely probably will eventually. Yeah. For sure. Cause they're so cute. Um, but funny story is that we posted, um, our sleep stuff. Yeah. Video, a few, or a few podcast, weeks ago. And none of our kids are sleeping now. So. <laughs> they knew. They listened to it. And they're like, oh, they're too confident. We got to mess it up. They were like, yeah, y'all, y'all talked about how you yeah. had it all figured out. Well, actually, the twins, I mean, they've actually been sleeping, like, great until today. Um, we, so, again, this episode is pre-recorded. But we went to church this morning. And the church, our church service is kind of, like, right at the time of their morning nap. And so, since we live, like, you know, 30 minutes away, they nap on the way there. So, they napped that, but they're to the point where, like, they love being social, and so they don't, like, fall back asleep once we get there in our arms or anything. So, they were up that whole time, and then we went to eat brunch afterwards, um, and they slept, like, in the car for that, like, 10-minute car ride, and then they slept after on the way home, and that was the only nap they did today. So, typically, they have, like, a three, three-and-a-half-hour, like, total in naps a day and they napped for like maybe an hour and 15 minutes um asher has decided that like going to bed bedtime routine is his least favorite thing not cool anymore no he hates it and like also whenever he doesn't like stuff instead of being like no or whatever he just keeps saying mine and I'm like, it's not even in context. Yeah. And there has to be a kid at daycare that taught him that that has, like, an older sibling. Because uh, what maybe. kid just knows mine? Like, yeah. we don't say mine around has here. Has he been watching Finding Nemo? <laughs> no, he hasn't. I mean, he does watch stuff. But anyways, um, so he just acts, like, literally meltdown. Like, I can't hold him. I can't rock him. I can't do anything. He's, like, wiggling. Like, yeah. he's possessed. Like, it's just a whole thing. And, um... I've tried doing a 
I did try a couple of things and it got better, but yeah. apparently there's like an 18 month sleep regression. And even though he's t- just turned 21 months, you know, like he's two months behind, could be hitting later. And it's like how he's learning cause and effect, but also like he's more like wanting you to hear his voice. Right. So we tried to do choices like choose your pajamas, choose your book. Yeah. So um, are you doing that every night now? Yes. Sometimes he's just not though like like tonight I held out both pajamas and he like hit both of them with both his hands. And I was oh. like, which one? Yeah, he doesn't understand he's choosing. Yeah, so he isn't quite like cognitively there all the way, but sometimes yeah. He's like, no, I don't want that. I want this. So it just depends on what kind of mood he's in. But after we did that, and then I started, like, really, I did push his bedtime to, like, 8 o'clock, so 30 minutes later. Mm-hmm. And, like, tried to wear him out. Yeah. Really before bed. Like, the day that we went on a walk before bed, and we did all of our choices and everything, he slept fine. And honestly, he sleeps fine through the night. It's just, like, a battle at yeah, bedtime. Yeah, getting him to sleep. Yeah, it's just, like, a battle, and then once he's asleep, he sleeps all night. Yeah. So, anyways, my husband's in charge of uh, doing that tonight, so. Hopefully it works out. Pray for him. (laughs) Pray for him. But, so this kind of goes with what today's episode is about. Um, We are going to talk about mom shaming and mom guilt and just, like, all those feelings we have as moms. Yeah, because, like... It sucks sometimes. <laughs> it does, yeah. So, um, I don't know, I guess I asked Ashley, have you ever been mom shamed like in person? Like somebody yes. saying something. Yes. Okay, me too. Yes. So I have um and I'd like to think people are not intentional about it. Like it comes out and then they're like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. I don't know. But I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. But um, I'm trying to think of, like, a distinct time. I think with baby-led weaning, you feel mom-shamed a lot. Um, And it's a form of mom-shaming. Like, nobody's ever, like, I guess, I mean, I don't know. Some people might be rude. But for the most part, I feel like people are never rude to me. But they, like, question a lot of it. Like, you know, why are you doing that? Why don't you spoon feed them? Why don't you give them puree so that you know that they're actually eating it? You know, it's like, I don't know. They just kind of, like, judge you. And, like, nitpick at it. Yes. So, yeah, I got that, too. Um, People being like, well, aren't you just so afraid that they're going to choke? Yeah, I get that a lot. I'm like, well, yeah, like, at first I was. And, like, now I'm not because I researched it and, like, went through it or... um, are you sure you should be giving him that big of a piece? Oh, yeah. That's, that's my one, favorite one. Yeah, you get a lot. You're like, aren't you supposed to cut that smaller? And you're like, no. No, because then they're choke. going to choke. <laughs> um, but then I feel like a, sometimes there's a mom shame. Like that they think that because I'm doing baby led weaning that I like look down on people that don't. I agree. Yeah. I and think I'm like, think no. That. Yeah. Well, and that's one thing about that I feel like whenever I am being mom shamed, I feel like it comes from a place because I'm not doing something exactly the same way somebody else did. Uh And so they think that I'm saying that their way was wrong. Right. And it's like, I'm not saying that there's tons of different ways you can be a parent. Yeah. I don't care how you feed your baby. Yeah, this is just the way I want to do it, you know? Now, like, if people ask me about it, I'll be like, oh, my gosh, 10 out of 10 recommend. Yeah. You absolutely should do it. Let me tell you all the reasons why I think you should do it. But, like, ultimately, if you choose to spoon feed your baby or do something else, like... That's totally fine. I don't care. I don't have some kind of, like... I'm never going to tell someone they're wrong for the way they, like, yeah. feed their child, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and, I mean, one of the main reasons we did it is because I have twins, and I don't want to have to sit there and spoon-feed twins, especially if it was, like, a time that I was by myself and Bailey was at work or something. I mean, baby led weaning was just the easier route and made more sense for us. And it's yeah. been great. Um, the other thing is, like, um, so Asher went to a daycare and then he like doesn't go there anymore. And I have said in multiple episodes, like it was really good just like until it wasn't. Yeah. And I really started feeling like mom shamed. Yeah. By that person. And like 
whenever he was maybe having like a fussy day Mm -hmm. and I still took him to daycare because like I am a teacher I have to work I have 10 days yeah paid sick leave and like all the ones after that we don't all the ones after that I don't get paid so I'm gonna get a pay cut and like I'm not saying that my work is more important than my child but like if I didn't take Asher to daycare every single time he was fussy or every single time he maybe like didn't sleep all night then I would be out of a job yeah and it kind of came to the point where she started being like, he's so fussy, he's inconsolable, which I don't think was the actual case. Yeah. Um, and she was like, I think he has an ear infection. So I left work. Yeah. Like, I left work and I went and got him and I was like, okay, let's go to the doctor. Doctor says his ears look fine. Yeah. And he was fine. And he hadn't been, you know, like, inconsolable with me on the weekends. He's been, like, normal happy baby. But then she's saying all these terrible things are happening at her house. Yeah. So then I keep getting texts to come get him, come get him. And when I'm like, later I decide to have a conversation where I'm like, I have a job. Like, I can't come get him when he's like, that's your job. Yeah. And it was like, well, I'm sorry that I thought your work would be less important than your child. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Wait a minute. Like. That was so like rude of her to say and then when I'm like (laughs) well and then my favorite about that whole situation was whenever I was like you're like shaming me and she was like oh I'm sorry you feel that way that's not what I'm doing and if you feel that way that must worse type of air quote apologies and then well it's like gaslighting she's like well if you feel that way that's something within you not because of me oh so like that I feel guilty that I'm at work like just yeah. So crazy. As, and as if we don't feel guilty about having to go to work already. I mean, literally. I'm like, I already feel like crap yeah. going to work. And, like, there's been times where Asher got shots or whatever and, like, didn't sleep all night and I didn't sleep all night. I, we didn't go to work. Like, yeah. I didn't go to work. He didn't go to daycare. Like, it's not like I'm, like, that gung-ho about, you know, not missing work. But right. also as a teacher, like, I can't just leave whenever you text me. Like, right. I have to get a chance to get things together. I can't just take off whenever. I have to write sub plans. It's not like yeah. I just get to not show up. And so, um, people who don't understand that, I guess that's kind of like mom shaming, you know? Like, yes. Asher had a really hard time last week, one night, and I had, we had both been up since like 2.30. I'm not yeah. even kidding. And someone was like, well, do you really think you should have taken to daycare if that was the case? And I was like, oh. Um, Maybe we can get him to sleep. (laughs) I was like, I texted them and was like, we're having, we had a rough night, da-da-da. His new daycare is like, that's fine. That's our freaking job. Yeah. Our freaking job is to deal with kids. Like, you have a job that you have to do and you're doing that for your family. Go for it. Do what you need to do, That's so great. And he was literally fine at daycare. Like, I was just tired. But I also told that person, I was like... Did I also want to try to write sub plans and come up with alternate yeah. activities? That's one thing that people no. who aren't teachers don't understand. It's harder for us not to be there than it is for us to just go. Literally <laughs> so much harder. So I feel like I got mom shamed about things like that. Or like a lot of times the things that were suggested to me by that daycare provider, like if I chose not to do it, she would be like, well, why didn't you do it? Yeah. And I told you to do this, so you yeah. should have done that. That's one of the big, like, mom-shaming, um, I don't know, instances, I guess, is, like, when people try to tell you how to parent and they give you that, like, unsolicited advice. <laughs> well, and a lot of times I would ask, like, oh, what would you do in this situation? Yeah. And that's great if you, like, but I'm asking for your opinion. Right. And, like, ultimately it's my decision right. what I do. Yeah. Well, that, so that's kind of, I mean, I've said on here before, too, that our daycare has been great for the most part, but there have been times where I felt like that also. There was one time, distinctly, they called me during work, which my husband got really mad about because they know that I'm a teacher and I can't, like, answer a random phone call most of the time. Um, and so they always get upset that they call me first and not him. But I always tell them, like, okay, well, let's be real. Like, if they ask you something, like, would you know the answer? That's you know? true. <laughs> like, yeah. And he's like, I mean, but they could at least try. And I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. well. Um, but, yeah, so they called me one day, and the twins, like, weren't napping very well. And I keep them on a pretty, like, 
strict schedule just because I mean when you have two like you want them to stay on the same schedule as each other so you're not like running a crazy life all the time and um so yeah they're used to the schedule we have and like as they've I mean they started daycare at four months so as they've gotten older like and the schedule has changed like we've had to adjust and every time it like kind of adjusts I send their new schedule like in their backpack for daycare just so that people know like kind of like this is when they're eating bottles now you know like that sort of stuff changing yeah yeah and one so this isn't the time she called but actually one of the last times I did they sent back a schedule of like what they like their schedule for the infant classroom like as in like no we're not gonna you know do do what you want this is the schedule we're following which like okay that's fine I get yes it is a daycare like you'll have to be on a certain schedule but at the same time they're in like the infant room do you really think all infants are going to be on the exact same schedule probably like that's impossible to me and so that just bothers me um, but the time they called me, so they called me like during, um, it actually happened to be during my conference period. So I could answer. Um, but they were telling me that the twins weren't sleeping very well and that they should really be like eating solids because at this point they were only having two solid meals a day because we were doing breakfast and dinner because honestly lunch like gave me anxiety thinking about like sending it to daycare because we did do baby led weaning and I I didn't know how it would go even though our daycare told us one of the the twins teachers like did baby led weaning with their kids so they're like oh yeah it's no big deal um but it still just made me like I knew I'd have to like pack them a lunch every day and you know so I tried to avoid that for a while um but they called me and they're like yeah they should really be eating like a lunch or at least a snack and they told me that they told me that um they're because they were like almost eight months old I think and they were like they're almost eight months old they don't just need to be like drinking bottles and I'm like whoa 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 you know like I remember you have no idea what goes on at our house and they're only with you five hours out of the day and I also remember when Ashley oh I cried after I hung up with them she like was crying and like was text like rage texting me yeah. as she should and I and then like called me later and yeah. I was like, Yeah, no, that's not okay. Like milk is only for like milk is the only true source of nutrition yeah. until they're one. Our pediatrician had told us like they don't need to be on three meals a day until they're like between nine and twelve months old. Which at this point they weren't even eight months old yet when they had called. And so I would and I am I'm like, okay, first of all, don't think that they don't eat solids because they are like good eaters. Like they're, they're great at it. Great eaters. <laughs> and so I would even say that they're better than Asher. It like it just I don't know. So that I felt very mom shamed about. I called my mom after two, like crying to her. Um so yeah, that's why I haven't loved the whole daycare situation because that's just hard. I feel like daycare would be easier once they are a little bit older, but like the first year of life, I think daycare is so hard because the schedule is changing so much. See, and like you know? ours, his first year was really great because it was that in home and it was right. just kind of like I could tell her what his schedule was because he was, there were two infants in the yeah. household and the rest well, were older. And one thing they told, because Bailey, I guess, mentioned something to them one day about the schedule. And they, like, basically told them, they're like, well, that would be more like a nanny, not a daycare. Yeah, and we're that. like, what? Okay, but then didn't they call and apologize? Yeah, because Bailey was, like, petty that day. Because after I cried. Yeah, Bailey. Because <laughs> he, he takes them and picks them up every day. And so that's why he was annoyed. Like, why don't they say anything to me ever? Like, why do they call you? And, and so then anyways, make my wife cry at work. Yeah, and so he was really mad about it. And so when he picked him up that day, he was petty. And he was, well, and one of the things they had said, too, was about them not napping very well. Um, is that they were, like, just having to hold him the whole time. And that made Bailey mad. And he's like, okay, there's, and, like, to add to this, there's only normally other, like, one other baby in the room with them. Like, it's literally the twins and then one other baby. Now I think there's a couple more. But I think the twins are the only ones that go like the full week the other ones only go like two days a week or whatever yeah so he's like first of all like if anybody were to like be able to take priority I feel like we do because we're the majority of your class and they go every day you know so he was upset about that but yeah he when he picked them up he was just like um oh I'm sorry you had to like hold them all day like 
Ashley said you called and it was a rough day and they were like what now and then I guess they called or like told the director that Bailey was upset so then she called me and apologized which was nice um yeah but yeah but I still just I mean I'm just counting down the days until I'm done with the school year because See, the mom shame is real it is and I just like and our the mom guilt oh yeah I mean, all of it goes hand in hand our so. new place is so good like and I would totally send them there if I could afford it, but twins? Oh, no, there's no way. Yeah. I mean, and maybe if I did something besides being a teacher. <laughs> they were like, I mean, there's been instances where they're like, hey, mama, he has a low-grade fever. We're keeping an eye. Yeah. And, like, I totally trust their judgment. And there's been times when they're like, hey, like, I, I think you need to come get him. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'm on it. And, like... Anyways, and so, but I loved that because whenever I switched to them and, like, told them all the things I had been dealing with with my other one, like, I mean... There was just so much more than what I named that it, that it actually happened. Like, that first daycare, I was, like, mom-shamed for not moving him to one nap over the summer. Yeah. Um, I was, like, mom-shamed because I wanted to take him two days a week in the summer. Yeah. And that didn't even end up always happening. Right. And, um, she was like, I mean, she said something about me taking him two days in the, in the summer and was like, I mean, I guess like you said, you're paying for it anyways, might as well. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly what I said. Cause if I have to pay to hold my spot, he's coming two days a week. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're not going to make me feel bad about that. Like yeah. I, I cannot be with him two days a week in the summer. Yeah. Thank you, ma'am. But she still like tried to make me feel bad about that Ugh. or Um, like one time he wasn't, his teeth were doing so bad and she was like, well, I told you that you needed to give him medicine before you brought him to me. And I was like, and I did. Yeah. And she was like, no, you didn't say that you did. And I was like, nope. When I dropped him off, I told you I gave him medicine. And she was like, well, I gave him medicine right after that. So I guess I double dosed him because you didn't (gasps) tell me. And I was like, oh, I'd be livid. And I was like, well, I did tell you, but. I mean, at that point, I was like, but he's fine, so there's yeah. that. That's good, and we can be happy about that, but I did tell you. Ugh, that just made me sick to my stomach. I know, and I was like, I'm not sure what your problem is, but I'm, like, sitting here in the car crying, and, like, you're making <laughs> you're me being rude. <laughs> feel bad. And she was like, I'm not making you feel bad. That's you making yourself feel bad. Yeah. And that's when Reese got involved and was like, no, 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 no. We're out of here. We're done. Yeah. We're whatever. See, that's the thing. Like, one of the things is, and there's probably other people that are way better at it than me, but I have an issue with, like, sticking up for myself in those situations. Like, I don't say anything. I just, like, deal with it on my own, like, after, you mm-hmm. know, and then I, like, vent. But I don't stick up for myself very well. And so I was glad that Bailey, like, was kind of petty that day. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't usually call Reese in for a lot. And yeah. Reese was like, you're talking to me now and you're not to contact her. Yeah. And he was like, if there's a problem, you need to let me know. Um, and then, like, the next day we were switching daycares after that. But, yeah. I mean, she literally said things like she started telling Reese, like, sometimes she brings him and she hasn't fed him breakfast yet. And he was like, well, that's funny because in the giant contract we signed it said that he's provided breakfast every day yeah so like maybe you're not doing what's in your contract anymore yeah um so anyways it just like was a mess but that was like a terrible mom shaming uh situation for me that started at that place like from summer till beginning of the school year I guess we switched daycares in September Mm. and it was just like that place is the place we go to now is always packed like waiting list yeah and like they got us in the following Monday. Yeah, I still can't believe that. Because I know a lot, like, there's an, a lot of teachers I work with that their kids all go to that one. And it's just cra- I was like, that was a God thing, and they've been wonderful. So, like, in person, have you been, let me, let me think. I feel like the other thing, what about for, like, exclusively pumping? Yes. So, I don't think I've ever been, like, shamed in person about that. Um, online pe- yeah people I mean in person people have just asked like because exclusively sorry pumping, I just hit my knee <laughs> a lot of people don't uh, or I mean some people don't like talk about it so some people just like genuinely ask what it is and like how it works you know in person so I really haven't had any issues with that but online and I don't think any of them meant it 
from a like bad place. So I didn't, I wouldn't consider it mom shaming, but I do get a lot of questions because, um, on my Instagram, I have a lot of followers, um, that don't live in the U S um, that like live in Europe or, um, even the middle East. Oddly yeah. Not, you have a lot of followers, <laughs> but I still think that's cause you have red hair. I know I do too, but I get, um, a lot of messages sometimes just asking about it. Like why in the way they say it, like, if, you, if they were from the U.S., you would think it was rude, but I know it's, like, the language difference that I'm, I, again, I give them the benefit of the doubt, um, but they'll just, you know, be like, why aren't you, like, breastfeeding directly? You know, mm-hmm. why don't you do that? And, or, like, did you ever do that? Like, why did you stop? You know, like, they just ask questions like that, um, which I'm always happy to answer, and I tell them, um, a lot of times I like copy and paste a message from another one because I get you, it so often, yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, I just tell them that we struggled in the hospital and then with twins, it was just easier. And, you know, I knew I was going to go back to work and, you know, all that stuff. But yeah, that's really the only thing I can think of like pumping wise. I've been like, I don't know, air quote shamed. Have you ever? No. Not for that at all. Yeah, which is good. No, I haven't. Um, I feel like probably more moms are shamed for, like, formula feeding. Absolutely. I don't know why, because, yeah. once again, if you have to use formula, then use formula. Like, if that's even what if you, you decide to do, that's fine. And even if you don't have to, and that's just what you choose to do, that's fine, too. Like, yeah. I was a formula baby, so I'm, I turned out great. I mean, yeah. look at me. <laughs> <laughs> No, but no, not, and I really haven't had any online shaming, I don't guess, because I don't, but I also don't have the amount of followers. Yeah, I have um, been, I guess, mom shamed, I guess, a few times. Um, Sorry, I'm refilling my wine glass, if you can hear that. But I've had a few, um, like, reels on Instagram go, like, kind of viral, I guess. Um, One video, I was giving the twins a bath like by myself it was a night that Bailey was um gone and so I had to do it by myself and um I did it in our bathroom and like I brought like the changing pad in there and had it on the floor and I like had set their clean towels like on top of the toilet and I mean like with the lid closed obviously um and there were like a ton of comments like talking about how unsanitary that was and germs and like that's so crazy yeah and the fact that like I put them on the floor to change them and I'm like okay I didn't lay them just like on a bare floor like I had the changing pad and towels laid down and like I cleaned my bathroom you know it's I don't know it's just people were like some people were commenting like throw up emojis about it like yeah no yeah Stop yeah, it. there were some that were I can't. I, I mean, that was so long ago. I can't even remember. But I deleted some just because I was like, I don't want that negativity out here. Oh my gosh, the <laughs> amount of times I changed Asher on the bathroom floor, like rug, yeah, that's in front of the bathtub before he goes like into the bath yeah. tub to take his clothes off, um, is so many times. Yeah, like I mean, I don't know. It's just yeah, that one I got a lot of hate. I guess. And then, um, I mean, they'd really probably have a problem with Asher, um, bombarding into the restroom while Reese is taking a dump because <laughs> that happens all the time. I feel like that's just like, they hang out and toddler life. talk about it. Yeah. Um, but then I have another video, uh, I was like a joke video. Like I was talking about how I like to match or like have the twins in matching clothes, but it never works out because it was when Cody's reflex was really bad and she always like puked on every outfit I put her in. <laughs> so it was like a funny video and I had so many comments on there telling me that like I shouldn't dress them the same just because they're twins. Like they need to be their own people and that, yeah, I mean, there that was probably my most like hate filled, I guess, because the other one, it was just like your gross comments. That one was like, you don't need to be a parent like Okay, that. but also like, um, they are boy girl twins. Like I, I they are like not matching very often. No, they're I do. mostly like coordinating. Yeah, like, like I if like they to were coordinate to go, them. I like them to like look good together as a if, pair. You yes. know? but like, like if they were gonna go have photo takens, they they vibe. Yeah, like it's hard to. I, obviously, I can't have them wear the exact same thing because they're boy girl twins. So, but I also think it's okay to have them match sometimes. Yeah, when it's you can. cute. It's cute. I mean, like, if I, even if I had same-sex twins, I would match them sometimes, yeah. and then other times I wouldn't. Yeah. And I know somebody that has 
um, triplets and like the two little girls are identical. Yeah. And like she sometimes they match and sometimes they don't. Like yeah, whatever. Yeah, but people were well, and then I guess there were people on there that like they themselves are twins, and so they're like, I hated when I matched with my twin growing up. You know, blah blah blah. And it's like, okay, first of all, the not video, old enough to have an opinion yeah, about it. The video when I posted it, I think they were like four months old. I'm like. They're literally four months old. Yeah. Like, it's not like they're four years old. I mean, I think it's one thing for your twin child to be like, I don't want to match with my sibling and you make them do it anyways. Right. That's a whole other situation. Like, yeah, but like literally they're babies. Yeah. They're great. And it's going to be cute for pictures. Everyone can go away. Um, I've not been like mom shamed online, but I have seen so many people be mom shamed or like yes that is one thing with social media like I love it for like the positive sides of right. it you know but like there is so much negativity in social media and I think too like people read way too much into like you know now people are doing mom reels where they're like talking about how tired they are and yeah. how whatever and they're like stop complaining yeah you're a terrible mother your child like it's going to look back on this one day and feel, and I was like, no, this is real life. And like, sometimes I'm allowed to complain about being yeah. mom. Like I can complain without, I don't, that doesn't mean I don't, that doesn't mean I want to change my situation. It's just like, right. I need to vent and I need to make sure someone is seeing and hearing me and what I'm going through. And maybe someone else will see it and be like, shit, me too. Yeah. Me too, girl. Yeah. Like there's, um. Off of, like, the Kid Craddock morning show. Do you remember Jenna? Oh, yes. She, like, just had a baby. Yeah. And, like, had to do IVF and stuff. And it seems like she might be having a really tough postpartum time. Yeah. And. Well, she had a kind of, it seemed like she had a rough pregnancy as well. Right. And so then, like, she's posting things about how she's having a rough time. And people are just, like, going straight for the jugular. Well, and it's, like, she has the right to say all of that, too. Because, one, it's, like, it's not like she, like got pregnant easily like she legit had to do IVF to do it so she knows like how hard it is yeah and so it's just like you gotta let people vent you gotta let people joke yeah because that's the only way you some of us can get through this yeah I mean (laughs) gotta be be (laughs) lighthearted. I know we got to be gosh yeah but no I just think there's so much I mean I think on social media too I sometimes get worried about posting things like so that was the next Asher sleeping in his docketot yeah I was gonna say so what things have you not posted or shared or talked about because you didn't want to be mom shamed Asher sleeping in his docketot Asher watching his kindle fire while I watch something I actually want to watch so that I don't have to watch cartoons yeah and I like have his kindle fire on and so he's like doing that slash walking yeah. I mean let's be real he's not at the age where he like sits and stares at it right but it's like on and he's walking around so that I can watch you know something that I want to watch for once yeah um what else I'm trying to think those are like the two I was saying the docketot's a big one for big us ones. too because the twins slept in a docketot for so long I mean and I like we said in one of those other episodes too like I wouldn't recommend it. Not recommended. Ten out of ten. Don't well, recommend. And you feel major mom guilt about it. Um, but yeah, I had mom guilt for that one, and then I was like, on top of if people come after me and are like, yeah, if you wake up one day and your baby's not breathing, it's your fault. Like yeah. craziness. Yeah. So yeah, the docketaw. I'm. I think I posted like one or two times them sleeping in it but like there was a lot of times I like would take a picture to post on my story or something and I would delete it because I'm like no I don't want anybody coming after me yeah that and then bed sharing too I mean ever since they were for sure they were probably like three months old the first time I like napped like we napped like holding one and then ever since then it kind of happened at night like if we couldn't like once they woke up crying if it like wasn't for feeding or whatever like and they would just go right back to sleep in our arms like we would go back to sleep and we bed shared and we did up until I mean up until they just finally slept in their cribs through the night have you felt mom shamed about your twins not being at certain milestones or do you just feel worried about it 
I haven't been mom shamed about it. I did have somebody ask me the other day, um, like if the twins are behind on milestones. I don't think they were asking like in a judgmental way. Right. I think they were like, I think it was actually somebody that's like pregnant with twins. So they were like genuinely wanted yeah, to know. Like, is that something that happens? Um, so I don't think I've been shamed, but I have felt major mom guilt. That's probably my number one mom guilt Same. thing is that I, I just, you know, especially in, you, they tell you not to compare. Like, don't compare your kids to other kids. But, like, it's so hard not to compare. It is so hard. Especially, like, yeah. the age we're at. Like, so many of our friends and people we know, like, they have babies. And so, like, I literally know so many babies that are around the same age as the twins. And they're all at different, like phases mm-hmm. like there's one girl I know her baby is like already walking and the twins are like barely crawling like and not even pulling up another girl I know like um her baby was born like within or around the same time as the twins and like he's already pulling up and stuff too and the twins aren't really I mean Knox is he's like I would say he's ahead of Cody um but, yeah, I feel guilty about that all the time. And I just tell myself, like, they're twins. They were small when they were born. They were premature, too. You know? And I'm like, and they're happy and they're healthy, and that's all that matters. That's, like, what I have to tell myself all the time. Like, they're happy and they're yeah. healthy. Well, I think, like, me having a good, like, NICU mom community of, like, yeah. people that I know was nice. Because, like, my friend Haley, I would text her and be like, when did Hattie start doing X, Y, Z? Right. So that I could kind of, like, feel better yeah. about Yeah, well, and you're the only person I know that, like had a preemie I guess or that I'm like comfortable with asking about mm-hmm. so yeah I mean I text you and so a my, lot asking you the same stuff my other friend that had an early baby she will text me yeah hey like right around now she's like when did Asher start doing this when did he start doing this and so then I can be that like sounding board for yeah. her to be like he's it's fine like and and I'll tell her like hey if he's not walking by 18 months like that's when they're gonna like have an ECI evaluation but like if it's not 18 months like it's fine like and so I think that's helped a lot but of course like I have that mom guilt because you go to the doctor and they ask these questions and as like a preemie mom or a NICU mom at every single doctor's appointment they're gonna ask you for their milestones for whatever age they are like like their realistic age so it doesn't, they're not asking me the questions for two months behind. Right. Who's like adjusted age. Right. And so for every single one of those questions, I would like, there were appointments where I was just like, no, no. Yeah. No. Like to everyone that he was not doing any of them. And then I was yeah. like, oh my God, I'm going to have a heart attack. Da, da, yeah. Da. And then my doctor walks in and she's like, oh, he's, a, he was two months early. He's fine. And I was like, oh, okay. But like, of course you have. Why do you put me through this shit? I know. I was like, can y'all please just ask me for like the milestones for two months prior yeah but I mean of course and then like when they do his growth charts mm-hmm. um it's according to his normal age so like right and that's the thing I always have to remind myself too is like they're tiny like oh yeah my he is babies too. are tiny like one of my friends Knox, he's on the, the I think the <laughs> highest he's ever been is the second percentile no yeah and Except for their heads. Their heads are, like, average. <laughs> They've got great Yeah, their height and, height and weight, no. Knox is, like, so tiny, but No, but know. one of my friends had a preemie, and, like, she's like, oh, yeah, every time we go, like, my child's not even on the growth chart. Yeah, there like, were a couple times Knox wasn't. Not even on there. Yeah. And they're just like, it's fine. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's more of, like, a mom guilt. I haven't really gotten shame. Like, I've not had anyone be like, oh, they're not walking yet. Yeah like that my mom kind of um he was walking really well with his walker but Mm -hmm. like pushing it but not by himself and so she would say things like we're gonna just have to take that walker away from him or like we're just gonna have to yeah and then he'll start walking and I just ignore her it didn't really affect me yeah but I could see how that could maybe like affect other people but I think too um families can be like a very big shaming yes I agree place yeah because you've got grandparents that did it one way you've got right great grandparents that did it another way and, and I some think, uncles that did it and one again, way I would like to think it like comes out of love because they just want to help you with their experience that they have I think have. sometimes it does like I think it's I think it can be both yeah I think it can be mom shaming and come out of love yeah yeah it's hard because I think way. they really do want what's best right I mean obviously it's your family but it's just hard 
I think too, we have to be like, we just live in different time periods too than when they raised their kids. So like things aren't always going to be. Yeah. Like technology is obviously like the huge thing that's like different with social media now and like everything like that. And we have more things like we have more options. Yes. We have more options of things to do with our kids. Like we have, um, just, and like more knowledge. And I think sometimes more is too much. Cause right, like, I agree. Yeah. Too much. I can spend all day on Instagram second guessing what I should be doing with my child because yeah. every single person says something different. But yeah. I mean, um, there's been so many moms that have been like, I'm so jealous of the knowledge that y'all have at your fingertips right. because of social media. Right. Because like that day when Asher was being crazy, you were like, I text Ashley and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like, I'm about to have a meltdown. And she's like, go to this page. There's an 18 month old sleep regression thing. Yeah. You need to go look at it because I bet that's what's happening. And then I like posted it on my stories and someone was like, you don't know how lucky you are to just have that place to go to. Right. And it may not be the answer, but like, it's just more info. I mean, and like fun fact too, the account that I sent you, like I did not do any of that. Like, when it comes to the age that the twins are at now, like, I didn't follow her tips and stuff, but I looked at it, and I thought it was good advice, so I sent it to you. So, my next question is, how mom shaming's hard, because I do think sometimes people are coming from a good place. Yes. Like, I think sometimes people are wanting to be helpful. I think sometimes people see a picture of your child asleep in a docutot, and they're like, hey, that's not recommended, and I just, and like, I'm letting you know because I don't know if you know and I need we're recording outside I was saying, yeah we're on a patio right now and there's a dog barking so if you hear that crazy noise it's not one of our kids it's a dog <laughs> it's also not our dog so anyways but um and they're just like just making sure you know right um so I'm a big proponent of like nothing in the bed right like yeah like Asher does go to sleep now with his sippy cup because he's old enough for that but it that's not going to hinder his breathing so it's yeah. like sleep sack nothing in the bed tight fitted sheet like the whole thing he's going to be fine but let's say that you see someone not doing that and you feel very like convicted to say something how do you go about doing it yeah, I think it's definitely situational there, too. Like, you need to... I mean, I don't know. I would never tell somebody random. Yeah, I don't think so either. Like, if I don't know them, I'm going to leave them alone. Yeah, but if it was somebody, um, like a friend or something, I don't know. I, I think you just have to tell them, like, they can decide, you know, whatever they want. But you just wanted to let them know that, you know, blah, blah, blah. I think you need to let them know, like, where you're coming from. Yes, agree. Because I think sometimes you've experienced a specific thing that mm-hmm. makes you feel very strongly about whatever you're trying right. to warn them about. Or you personally know someone that's yeah. gone through something. So, like, let's say I know somebody who baby went to sleep with a blanket before the age of two. Right. Didn't wake up from nap. It's called SIDS, but... So I'm being like, hey, please, please, please don't let your child go to bed with a blanket. I think it's important to let them let them know where you're coming from. Yeah. And if you say, like, this happened to my friend. Yeah. And so that's why I, I don't know. I think it's just you. hard because, like, you don't want to sound rude. You also don't want to, like, scare them. You also don't want to act like you're trying to parent. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's really like, hard because I can see someone who's been through like a traumatic experience being very like gung ho about whatever their platform right. is. Right. I can also, but then I think about it like the other side. If somebody were to, you know, text me or whatever saying that, it would be hard. So I, I mean, think that's on I both parties. Yeah. Because I think it's on. I think it's situational and you have to just have compassion on both sides. Yeah. Like if you feel like you need to say something, I think you preface it appropriately and you say like, I'm not trying to make you feel bad, but like I, I think there's people who are like, I would not be able to, I think there's legit people who would say, I'm not, I would not be able to sleep tonight if I did not tell you this. Right. And I think you say that and I think you say, 
and I don't care. And if you ignore me, great. And if that's something you've chose to do differently, great. Yeah. That's fine. Like, one of mine is I about turning the car seat around. Yeah. So, like, our pediatrician says, like, the longer you can keep them backwards facing is the better. And honestly, there's a pedi- pediatrician here in Lubbock that says, like, do it till they're four. Yeah. Which I don't really think I'll do it till Asher's four. But I'll probably do it till around the time he's three unless he exceeds 40 pounds. Yeah. But, like, I'm also, like, do I see people who have their children facing forward um, before the age of two? Like, yes. But do I say anything to them? No, because it overlaps the car seat thing. Like, it, it says, like, this to 30 pounds they could they need to be backwards facing but 40 pounds and up like it right anyways there's like a gray area there yeah so I'm like oh they probably flipped them around because according to the weight limit at 30 pounds they could flip them around right but they don't have to because they can be backwards facing like an overlap yeah there's like an overlap there so like no I don't say anything to them and even and even some of those people are people I know but I also think that, like, I had a NICU baby. Right. So, like, I'm the person that's going to be like, You're no, I'm going to keep him backwards facing till that 40 pounds. Goodbye. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I think it just depends. So, how do you handle mom shaming? When you are mom shamed, what do you do? <sighs> it's so hard. You say, ouch. So, I went to this, like, sensitivity training where they said, like, when someone says something to you that's, like, offensive or hurts your feelings, like, you need to let them know. Mm-hmm. And, like, one of the most powerful ways to let them know is just to, like, look at them and be like, ouch. And it sounded really silly. And they gave us, like, a Band-Aid with an ouch, like, printed on it. Oh, my it, gosh. Um, to, like, to, for us to keep as reminders. And I'll never forget, like, the first time somebody said something to me offensive, and it wasn't even about mom stuff. I just looked at them, and I was like, ouch. And they their, like, entire demeanor and everything changed. They were like, what? Did I? I'm sorry. Like, I did not mean to offend you. Like, they immediately, like, checked themselves. Yeah. And it worked really well and so I think um I think first you need to assume like a positive intent and then I think like maybe if they don't have positive intent intent which sometimes you know you know like with the internet or whatever or with people just like really going at you you can just be like ouch that really hurt yeah see that's my thing is I just need to be better about sticking up for myself because I'm not good about that so that's my goal is I'm going to stick up for myself. If I am mom shamed yeah, you or are. if somebody's being rude, I'll choose. I like that. I'll use the ouch yeah, it's just, and see it's, if it works. It's like one word that makes them check themselves. Yeah. And I, and it, it, I've used it more than once and it literally works because they're like, did I offend you? Da, 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 da. Right. Like they immediately start backtracking if they meant it in a, not nice way yeah because right now all I do is I don't stick up for myself I like will explain I was about to say explain yourself yeah I explain it and then I get mad and vent later and then I just like get over it but yeah I need to stick up for myself from the beginning so yeah that's because I think we've said it more than once that like you're the best you're the expert right yeah you're the Parents are the experts of their own children. And, of course, there are exceptions to that. Right. I mean, like, neglect, abuse, all that stuff, obviously. Yeah, we're not saying but, there's not crappy parents out there, but... Yeah. Let's... The majority of parents, you're the experts of your own kids. I think we're better at that. Right, as teachers? Yes. Yeah, because we we joked about it earlier, but we've been mom shamed before we were even moms. Yeah. We were mom shamed for stuff <laughs> from parents in the classrooms, you know, things like that. So we kind of have tougher skin in that. And regard. we also have seen so many different fine, um, sorry, not financial 
family dynamics right. that we can be like, yeah, but that works for this family. That works for this yeah. family. Like all families are different. And so we have a lot of exposure to those types of things. So I think we usually try to assume a positive intent. Right. And try to assume, oh, if someone's like really on a soapbox about an issue, it's probably because they have there's go- yeah, gone there's through. a connection. There's some kind of connection there, you know, like I I think with car seats, I really think every single parent should be um required to watch a car seat video. Yeah. Because we had to at NICU and I just think there's so many car seat deaths that happen that are just like it's just stupid. Like it just should have been avoided. And it's like an education issue. Yeah. Like if if the parents had just known what they were supposed to do. Well, and that's a crazy thing too. You know, we were talking about like just times being different. Like the car seats back then. Lord have mercy. To how they are Stop. Now. Yes. Like it was like not even a car seat. It was like a booster chair in a car, if that. No, yeah. And then like the things you see. Oh my gosh, stop. Like the history pictures mm-hmm. of like car seats where it was like a like a hook on like bassinet type thing that like yeah. rode or like where your baby could ride in the back like window yeah of the car yes that no. yeah no. or like those mm-hmm. balcony cage the black and white pictures of the balcony cages yeah do you like where they go off the balconies in new york like oh i know high ride it's like that. a playpen hanging off the side like anyways it's just like the times are so different. It's so insane. So you just need to like lead with love. And I do think you should assume positive intent. Yeah. Stick up for yourself when it's not. Yeah, for sure. And then just remember that. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. Keep on momming. We'll see you next week. Later. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Mom Stuff Podcast. And if you like us, which we hope that you do, please rate, review, and subscribe because that would really help us out a lot. And tell all your mom friends. <laughs>